The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Today, I'm going to ask you to take an opportunity, an opportunity to make a change, to make a difference in your world. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive difference in your world today? How about inside yourself? Can you make a change inside that carries ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you? And ripples on beyond them? You know, no matter what it is that you change, no matter how small it is, it does reverberate through the lives of the people around you. And you don't even have to change. Who you are right this minute impacts everyone you meet. So is that what you want to carry today? That's right. I want you to be conscious. Think about it. Who are you today? And what do you resonate into this world For this hour, pay attention. Spend this time really listening. Yes, you have created the world you live in. How can you change the things that you want to change? And how do you apply this to you? Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You can share information with other people. Not a problem. But... Just because you share information with them doesn't mean that they will receive the information or that they'll make a change. Ultimately, you are the only person that you can really change. And you are the person that you are responsible for. You are the person that can truly make a difference. And it's not by telling other people what to do. It is by the actions that you take within this world. You are a being of light. As you create more positive light, inside of you, you will attract more positive light around you. And yes, I know, you're busy. I'm busy. We are all very busy, aren't we? And sometimes busy means we're distracted. And those distractions lead us away from the things we truly find important, the connections that are important in our lives, and the actions that make the most impact. You can stay grounded, even in your busyness, to the people, the values, and the actions that are most meaningful to you. So what are the choices that you make in your world? How do you touch the lives of the people you meet? And do you create sunshine wherever you are? 
This morning, let's start by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? Now, this morning, my guest is Barbette Spittler. She's been with us many times. And Barbette, I want to kind of play for a moment because our topic is about prosperity. I want to play a little bit with that idea of gratitude. So, good morning, Barbette. Good morning, Mary Beth. How are you? I'm wonderful, and I'm I'm eager to do this segment today. So what do you want to play with? <laughs> well, I want to play with that, that whole gratitude thing that I ordinarily do, because, you know, usually I do my little thing of what I'm grateful for in this moment, and then we move on to the topic. But it occurs to me that that whole gratitude thing kind of is the foundation of the topic, isn't it? <laughs> it actually is. There. It, it all goes back, as you know, to money mindset, gratitude mindset, abundance mindset. It's all about your mindset. Right. So let's just play with what are you grateful for today? And for me, I have usually a list of things that I am grateful for. And I don't write them down like a lot of people do. I just keep them in my head. And as I go throughout the day, um, for example, during this weather, I love snow. (laughs) And there's a lot of energy in that snow. And so we can be driving down the road and and begrudge, oh, my gosh, there's this terrible snow and I'm so sick of winter. Or we can say, wow, the universe gives us this amazing, beautiful, glittery snow. And it's beautiful to look at. And when we're driving, you know, lots of people are afraid to drive in the snow. I prefer to ask my angels to keep me safe and just go. So I'm I'm grateful that I've learned over the years that there's so many things to be grateful for and as you look for things to be grateful for, you find more things to be grateful for. Well, and that's true and you know, I too am am kind of grateful of of all the things related to the snow and the temperature this week. It just I love that we get these extremes sometimes because I think it wakes us up. Now, it can wake us up in a good way or a bad way, obviously, as you said. People can have an attitude um, that's negative about this very cold temperature. It's really cold. I don't know what it is. Your house, my house, it's four degrees. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, I also am grateful that I do not live further north because I don't think I could deal with the minus 40s that they get routinely. So, you know, the, that temperature, that very cold temperature, I am grateful for so many things in relation to that. Do you know that that snow fell yesterday in the early morning and I got up and I have a warm snowmobile suit that I can go out and, and find my car and shovel it <laughs> off. And, you know, I have hats and gloves and, you know, my neighbor's furnace went out in the midst of this mine works i am so in love with the universe for that (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and okay when the furnace does go out we are grateful that we have people who are trained to repair them that's right so there in everything we can find the treasures we just have to change our mindset in order to do so so you you can find gratitude in every single thing that occurs if you just look for it yes yes 
And, you know, sometimes, I mean, still in, in talking about this, this gratitude thing, again, I love the things that remind me to be grateful. So I love the changes. Do you know, when the temperature goes down to these extreme temperatures, I love that change. I love that we've had lots of snow this winter because we usually don't. And it's, it's so beautiful. It's so fun. It's, you know, all of the things that snow is. I grew up in a lot of snow and I miss that. Now it's still in this place. I wish we didn't have to have the rain first before we got snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ice this time was a yes. little, a little treacherous at times. Yeah, it was. And, and again, even the ice, I come back to, yes, that, you know, because that's actually, the ice is what made this snow so beautiful. There is this underlying sparkle beneath the snow because there is that, that coating of ice underneath it. Right. So as we go forward and we're talking about um, the, the laws of prosperity, of the things that we can do, and we start from that moment of mindset, gratitude is a beginning. Where would you go next? It depends for me on who who I'm actually speaking with as to where we go next. And what I'm guided to say today is that there are many, many, many biblical references to the universe or ever how people choose their with their belief system to say God or the universe or spirit or whatever to want each and every one of us to be prosperous and have abundance. And there is statements in there about um, even the servants having prosperity. And so it is, if you, if you read that the way that it is written and not try to interpret it any other way, just the way that it's written, there is no doubt in my mind that our Creator wants every single one of us to have abundance and prosperity. And I think that that's very profound. And then way back in, I mean, way back, original writers like Emerson and Shakespeare, if you study them, they all have in their writings statements, terminology, paragraphs, um, ever, how, ever how you want to say it, they all have have points to be made about living in abundance and that it is there for everyone. All we need to do is be open to receiving it. And it is in our failure to receive it that we miss out. And, you know, if people truly studied history Mm -hmm. and they studied how, um, how the political era of each kind of the political philosophy of each era, how that shifted um, the belief system. There, there's many, many people who in studying um, from a Christian perspective will say that money is evil. That didn't come, if you read, as you said, if you read the Bible, it's not in there. No. <laughs> it's... It was in the teachings of the church and the elite 
during a historical time when only a few had money, but to prevent rebellion, <laughs> the teachings were that poverty is a virtue. But that was a historical um, ploy, so to speak. It was a political ploy to prevent the huge general population that was starving from rebelling, from overthrowing the government at that time. And the government also being the church. I mean, it was hand in hand in those moments. And so you fast forward to... To our time period, even back in the 50s, I'm not so certain that wasn't the mindset mm-hmm. of many, 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 many people. Mm-hmm. And so when, I, when I'm working with my clients and we're looking at their, their belief systems about lack and scarcity versus their belief systems about abundance and prosperity, and I, I have to start back with, tell me what your parents told you yes about prosperity money and abundance and rich people Uh because sometimes we find out that they have this old belief system that that keeps them very limited in their beliefs today that means that they think rich people are all evil or rich people are selfish or rich people are bad in some way Uh and then they subconsciously carry that into their today and how are yes. they ever going to be abundant? Right. If right. they have a belief system that says rich people are bad. <laughs> right, right. Or the money is bad. Right. Not, not necessarily the rich people. Well, they'll equate the rich people to being greedy, but they just keep taking and they never share. Right. And then they'll um, they shift also to the money itself is the cause. I mean, right. how many times do do we hear that still? Money is the source of all evil. How many times have we seen people act on that and refuse money as if it's somehow um, tainted? Sinful, right. You know? Or they're not worthy. Yes. Which is yes. a completely different, that's a 180 degree difference from money is tainted versus I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. both completely limiting. Mm-hmm. Very limiting. Oh. Well, I, you know, I find it interesting that that's where you started because um, this week I've been reviewing Catherine Ponder's book, The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity. And she also starts in that same place. Um, really? Yes, she starts with biblical references and um, with, you know, actual quotations right out of the Bible, um, right out of the uh, other um, writings, as you did from Emerson and and various other authors, um, just speaking to that, you know, God wants you to enjoy the the abundance that is in this world. Um, And she even has a... Um, she has multiple references uh, for affirmations, which, interestingly, in the book, she actually highlights them. She makes them bold print, so you can't miss them. <laughs> <laughs> Wise woman that she is. <laughs> um, and she um, she put one in there that says, I stir up the gifts of God within me and around me, and I am blessed on every hand with happiness, success, and true achievement. And I like the way she said that. You know, I stir it up. (laughs) 
I love that, and I think that's one of the things that needs to be on your website and mine because that is exactly what we want everyone to do, mm-hmm. to stir up the gifts. And then I would, I would add another one. I'm sure she has another one in there then that says, I am open to receiving those. Well, yes, um, she does, but in a, in a very different way. Um, she, she kind of moves her reader through the process. Um, and, and I guess that's what we're doing as well, but, you know, moving them through the process from stirring up the gifts to, um, recognizing that, that the gifts are ours. They're, it's for us. It's okay. And then she begins to talk about giving and receiving. Mm, so, um, so, yeah, we'll go there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go there. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. Um, and, and so I guess, you know, as, as we're talking about prosperity and, and our listeners are absorbing what we're saying, the whole point is that we live in a world of abundance and we often filter out the abundance because our mindset doesn't allow us to see it. Because instead of looking at the snow as this beautiful, sparkling energy, we might see it as restrictive. Exactly. And I think when I work with clients around this whole um, topic... I often see people who are baffled as to why it just never works out. (laughs) And as you said, you know, you look for what's the history. I listen for the language and listen for how they talk about their world. And do they talk about the restrictions? Do they talk about the limits? Um, Are they fearful? Right. Because all of those things will interfere with their ability to perceive the abundance that's right in front of them. And that goes right back to their ability or inability to see, express, and feel gratitude. Yes. Because oftentimes the most precious things are right here in front of us and we're just missing them because we're looking at them through the eyes of restriction, limited beliefs, irritation, fear, anger, Mm -hmm. and we miss it. And that goes back to, can we control our thinking? Oh, and that's a whole other show. (laughs) (laughs) Because as you and I both know, absolutely you can, you should, and and it's so easy. And Mm -hmm. we do. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna move um, forward, and um, we have to take a break now. But we're gonna move forward with this topic, and and when we come back from the break, we will be talking about that ability to receive, and how we open ourselves to those gifts of abundance and prosperity, and what it is within ourselves that opens the door. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you dehydrated? Dehydration is a primary reason for daytime fatigue and can dramatically slow down your metabolism. Just a 1-2% drop in body water can impair your mental focus, concentration, and physical performance. Beverages that contain caffeine such as colas, coffee, or tea actually stimulate fluid loss and promote dehydration. Today's modern lifestyles have also led to dangerously low levels of essential minerals and electrolytes for the vast majority of people. Highly esteemed Nobel Prize winner Dr. Linus Pauling said, you can trace every sickness, every disease, and every ailment to a mineral deficiency in the body. Now more than ever, we need mineral-rich alkaline water to help protect our bodies from many of today's growing health problems. Are you ready to make a change? Go to hydratefeelgreat.com and get your free trial of this amazing product you simply add to water. Let us help you discover the difference this mineral-rich alkaline water can make in your health. Again, that's hydratefeelgreat.com for your free trial. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning. Our guest is Barbette Spittler, and our topic is prosperity and abundance. And, Barbette, in the first segment, we were talking about um going down to a foundation of gratitude and from there it kind of blossoms into prosperity um and we we talked about mindset we talked about the gratitude mindset and the prosperity mindset let's go a little bit further let's talk about that ability to receive um it's not just about perception uh, you know viewing the world and recognizing the abundance that is all around us and that that is a start but it's also about, um, I think you mentioned it as the topic of, am I worthy? Right. Yeah. There, and do you mind if I expand on that a little? <laughs> let's, let's go there, yes. Okay. Well, oftentimes I will see, um, especially in, in our line of work with holistic entrepreneurs, that there is a, um, I'm going to call it a money mindset that says, I want to do this work for other people. I want to gift this work with other people. And, oh, my goodness, how could I ever charge for it? Or, and that may be what people are actually saying, but then when we do a little investigation and we're listening to the verbiage and we're looking at history, what we find is there is this I'm not worthy to receive what other people are charging, for example. And this really resonates out into other jobs, people who are going to interviews and and they're thinking, well, I probably could only get $10 an hour, and they walk in with this, I'm not worthy of getting anything more than that. And with that money mindset, they won't. They can't. Mm -hmm. And they limit themselves 
so much. So it's not just an Oh, I don't even, it's so expansive, it's hard to, to put it into just a few words, but it really is something that people are not necessarily aware of. It's not that they are consciously thinking, ah, I have no value. Right. But at a subconscious level, they are literally limiting their forward growth and movement because they have a limited sense of self and a limited sense of what their value is. Mm-hmm. And it translates into money mindset, but it also translates into other avenues of their life. And I think that part's very important because I think many people don't recognize that um, this is not just about the money, but if your sense of self doesn't include a sense of being valuable in this world, you will not set appropriate boundaries in your relationships. You will not honor your need for food, sleep, going to the bathroom during a work shift. I mean, <laughs> you're exactly right. You know, I mean, I mean it, it goes everywhere into every aspect of your life. If you don't see yourself as valuable and having the right to be valued. <laughs> right. And And so when... When you read a, a self-help book and they say, write these affirmations down and put them on your mirror and in 21 days you'll have conquered it, it is, it is a, a tool that is a really good tool, but for some people that's not quite enough because if their limiting belief is so anchored into their subconscious that here we are in a conscious level saying, I'm worthy, I have value, I deserve these things, but on a subconscious level, they're still not getting that, then, then it's going to need some assistance. And it's a little deeper than just an affirmation. It is, um, as you know, those anchored thoughts are mm-hmm. what keep us limited, restricted, um, stuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do go into every avenue of every part of our life. So I love the way you said you won't set appropriate boundaries in relationships, and relationships are everything, not just partner relationships, but even co-workers and friends and family and people who cannot set appropriate boundaries do not do well in life, do they? (laughs) No, they don't. And I, you know, I'm just kind of thinking back through my own history and, you know, how as a very young nurse, I wouldn't take a break. I mean, you know, I mean, I worked a very intense, high activity teaching hospital, you know, running my legs off and I wouldn't take a break. I worked night shift with a flashlight in my mouth so that I could walk into rooms and hang IVs right, and, right. And, and my thermos of tea and my sandwich on my cart so that I could take bites of food while I continued to hang IVs because I felt like I had to do that to get all of my work done. At no point did it even occur to me that I had the right to value myself enough to sit down <laughs> and eat my sandwich. Right. And and the analogy that I like to make for that kind of a situation and people in that position is 
when we are giving and giving and giving and giving and giving like that, our cup will end up empty. Mm-hmm. But when we are constantly taking care of self first and renewing and regenerating and refilling ourselves, we become the cup that runneth over. Mm-hmm. And as long as we are keeping ourselves full, everybody else gets what's in the saucer, but we never run out of what's in the saucer because we're always overflowing. Right. And we burn out when we forget that we need to fill up and keep ourselves overflowing. Mm-hmm. And that comes from self-value. Right. And in the laws of prosperity, there is both the concept of giving and receiving, that it is movement. If you think of, you know, the, the cup is being filled from a larger source. Right. And you allow yourself to receive that so that you can give. Now, Absolutely. Uh, in again, referring back to Catherine Ponder's book, um, she talks about the law of laws. If there's only one law that you uh, memorize for prosperity, the law of laws, the foundation of all of them is you cannot get something for nothing. <laughs> so don't expect the universe to give to you unless you are also giving. <laughs> yeah. Because it is movement. That's, that would be the whole point. It is not just, it's not a one-way street. Right. It's the flow. It is it's the in flow. the flow, keeping the flow, supporting the flow, being the flow. <laughs> yes. Yes, being the flow. That, that in order to receive, yes, you put that out there. You pray about that or you meditate on that or, you know, you send that message out of that which you desire to receive and you give of yourself. <laughs> That's exactly right. And, and I think when we, when we talk about money, money itself, and the money mindset and that flow of money, many, 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 many people concentrate on the actual money, wanting money and seeing money. And money is the effect. It is the out, out show, if you will, of the flow. And so our attention and intention needs to be focused and concentrated on the flow so that we allow the flow of prosperity, we allow the flow of abundance, we allow the flow, and then we will begin to see whatever that means for us. But when we are concentrating on actually give me the, the paper dollars and the zeros in my bank account, and, and I mean zeros as in like six of them with a number in the front, then <laughs> we're concentrating on the effect. And I believe, and I think that you'll find that many, many, many people who are higher in this world than I am in the knowing will all say that when you're concentrating on the effect, you close off the flow of the source. Mm -hmm. So our attention and intention has to be on the flow of and the receiving and moving through and just being open to 
that slow for there ever to be an effect. I wonder if sometimes what happens when people focus on the outcome, the effect, um, I've often found it in myself that, you know, if I put a dollar amount in front of me and I say, okay, I want that much money, um, my brain, my ego part of my brain starts to plot and scheme about how to get that, how it's going to come to me, where it's going to come from, how it's going to work. And my energy then gets dispersed into telling the universe how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) How'd that work for you? (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't work at all. I mean, any time that I, you know, like I said, when I start plotting and scheming, I know, oh God, I I did it again. Sabotage. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and then you learn to back out of that flow, right? You back Mm -hmm. out of that that, um, dam you've just built, Mm-hmm. And allow the flow and let the universe figure out how you're going to get what it is that you're seeking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that is what we have to do. We have to stay out of the details of it. Right. We have to simply allow ourselves to receive that which we asked for. <laughs> and it's a hard thing for us humans to do. It absolutely is. We do have this ability to reason and think and ponder, and we have free will, and we just get in the middle of all. We dam up our own flow so much that we wonder how in the world are we getting anything. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we have to be, we have to undam our flow. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's got to be a better term than that. Well, and I think we have to we have to be willing to be in that flow. We have to look for the um, opportunity to al- allow the movement of energy and money and every other form of prosperity is simply energy. It's simply the movement of energy, and it, people don't even understand. I think sometimes how they interfere with the movement of the energy of money. And there, there are just so many examples of that. I don't even know where to start. You know, uh, Wayne Dyer talks about um, the energy of money. And he, you know, for years he's spoken of how he sees, um, as he's jogging, he'll see coins on the ground. And he always stops to pick them up because he recognizes that, he perceives that as kind of a an affirmation from the universe <laughs> you know Absolutely. i'm giving you i'm giving you money and and he receives that he's willing to receive it so as not to interfere with the flow of money i i think it's interesting that when when someone um it receives an offer when someone offers to give them money for something, how often we say, oh, no, that's not necessary. <laughs> and, that's and true. My mind, you know, when I, when I do it myself, when I see it in other people, I'm very auditory. And so I hear this big clang like an iron gate just closed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, it is very interesting. I love hearing about Wayne Dyer and, and his jogging because I do the same thing. It doesn't matter if it's a penny. I don't care if it's heads up or heads down. It's energy. I pick it up. I'm excited. And oftentimes, as I'm walking through parking lots or whatever, I, I don't walk with my head down looking for money. But mm-hmm. I happen to notice, I see, I pick it up. And recently I, I saw money. It was paper money. And it was mm-hmm. stretched out in the wet grass. It had rained all night long. And I picked up the, the 10 and a 5, and I looked through the parking lot to see who might have dropped it. And there was not a soul in the parking lot but me. Mm-hmm. And I looked up to the heavens, and I said, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. And into my car it went so it could dry on the dashboard, and I was a happy camper. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, and I always, when I pick up money like that, I say, the God of abundance is smiling on me today. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. But it is so true that money is, if you take back into the history and find out when coins were created and when paper money was created and why was it ever created, it was an exchange. Yes. That was all it was meant to be was an exchange. And if you didn't have the paper money, you could exchange work or services yes. or other uh, eggs, for example, you yes. know, chickens. Right. You just... And that is what Catherine Ponder is referring to. You have to give something, whether it's flowers from your garden or time spent with someone, you have to give something in order to receive. That's the only way to step into that flow. And and it is so interesting when we think you have to give, how many people translate that into, I have no money, I can't give any money. There are many, many, many ways to give. Yes, Yes, there is, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so... um, when we are in that spirit of I give and I receive, we are radiating that light, that energy of prosperity. We can change our mindset by changing our expectation of how we give and receive. Absolutely. Now, you spoke about things that are anchored in, and I, um, it struck me that, you know, anchors are something that very few people truly understand, unless you come from a hypnosis background or an NLP background or something like that. Anchors are things that um, many people don't understand, even if they meditate, even if they have a lot of um, experience with Uh, prayer and meditation with mindset but anchors are things that kind of hook a particular statement or a particular feeling um, or a particular belief at a very deep level because it got connected in a way that makes it totally unconscious and this might have happened as a child as you said you know what did your parents teach you um but it also also can be something that happened during a moment that um was startling or um was very emotional in some way right absolutely um, and they get anchored in and they get anchored in right and to remove an anchor requires a lot of specific um knowledge and also intent. You kind of have to roll back 
to the place where the anchor began and unhook it, or you have to know how to collapse it. In other words, to, um, to, I always think of it as you take whatever that is, the emotion of that, and you take a stronger positive emotion and squish it. I love the squish part. <laughs> because I'm all about the positive stuff. I try to just focus on everything as being positive and light. And so I love that the positive squishes the not so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so that might be something that, you know, we have to talk about a little bit more or something that as our, our listeners are hearing that thinking, yeah, I got one of those. I wonder how I squish it. And it might be something that you have to kind of look up. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can Google squishing though. <laughs> no, but you can't. There are techniques and I'll come, I'll discuss those when we come back from break. Yeah. Um, so we have to take a break now that we're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Is your body running on empty? Water is the main fuel source for your body, but are you getting enough? What about quality of the water you drink? Tap water usually contains many known contaminants, and bottled water is considered dead water by many of today's health experts. So what's the solution? Mineral-rich alkaline water. Mineral-rich alkaline water solves the problems of acidity, poor hydration, and nutrient deficiencies in the body. Your body needs water, and the quality of the water you drink can make a big difference in the health and well-being of your body. Why risk the potential dangers of tap or bottled water when you can give yourself the proven health benefits of mineral-rich alkaline water? Ready to make a difference in your health? Go to HydrateFeelGreat.com and get your free trial of this amazing product. Let us help you discover the difference this mineral-rich alkaline water can make in your health. Again, that's HydrateFeelGreat.com for your free trial. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our topic is... Uh, prosperity and abundance. Our guest today is Barbette Spittler. Barbette, we have had lots of fun talking about this. And right before we went on break, we were talking about squishing anchors. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. I, you know, I, I just want, you know, just so that there is practical information in here, there are two, um, they are both NLP techniques um, to dissolve or collapse an anchor. One is actually called anchor collapse, um, and the other is called a visual squash. And that's where the when I said squish. It <laughs> okay. And you know you can you can locate within the literature um, for NLP. You can locate 
you know, the description of either of those techniques. And you can do them on yourself. You don't have to find somebody who's trained in NLP to do it, although it's a nice thing to find somebody who's trained in NLP to do it because they might see things that you cannot. Right. Um, yeah, but it is – go ahead. Oh, I was just going to mention I in, in the work that I do with the DNA work and the theta healing, we also have techniques that we do to identify the limiting beliefs and then we remove them and replace them with a more expansive belief. Mm-hmm. So it is, there are lots of different techniques out there, um, but I love that, that you call it squishing or squashing. Um, and, and for us, it's, it's removing anchored thoughts. Um, it doesn't matter what we call it. It matters that we find them and do that for ourselves yes. and each other. <laughs> yes. 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 Because when, when I'm working with clients, often I find that they think that they have a really easy flowing money mindset and then we'll do some muscle testing and we'll find out that really no they don't. And, but it's because it's subconscious and the subconscious always wins. So literally finding those and squashing them, I love that, that's going to be my new word, and replacing them with a a new belief that makes better sense, like I prosper continuously. That's expansive, don't you think? <laughs> yes, it is. And, and a, a similar statement right out of Catherine Ponder's book, everything and everybody prospers me now. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, one of the ones that I have had to, to do for myself because I had a belief system that came to me from my childhood, which is you got to work hard for your money. <laughs> and so when I thought, uh, you know, oh, that's a limiting belief. One of the things I replaced it with is money comes to me in unexpected and beautiful ways. Mm-hmm. Because it was the unexpected part that I really had to you know, when you grow up thinking you got to work for your money, that means you're going to have three jobs and you got to do this and that. And, and all of a sudden I'm thinking in money doesn't have to come from me to me from a job. It can come to, in other ways. Right. Now, what those other ways are, as you said earlier, when you get in the way and you try to connive and conspire and figure out how to do it, I let the universe do that. Right. You figure it out. <laughs> And I think for me, the interesting part is to use that word unexpected, because then I am forced to leave it alone. You know, as soon as I say unexpected, then I can't go plot and scheme. Right. Unexpected. If I plot and scheme, I've taken out the unexpected. Right. <laughs> right. I love that. And and as we were talking before about the energy of money and that money is an exchange and if you change a mindset so that you now are saying, I accept the expression of money as energy in my life, it means you're going to be looking at money in a completely different way. Right. And that's what this whole concept is really about, is looking at money in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, you know, as, as we've kind of, traveled through this topic a little bit, um, we, we are kind of releasing, even as we're talking and as, even as people are listening to us, the energy that we are sending out there 
is kind of a release. It's a release the old stuff, release the limits, let them go, and receive the abundance, receive the prosperity, release what no longer serves you, and embrace a new perspective, a new approach, a new willingness to receive. Absolutely. And I wish that for every single person who listens to this broadcast. However many years that is from now. (laughs) Absolutely. Because it's the intention that means everything. And our intention is that each and every one of us live in the abundance and flow that that our creator and the universe wishes for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were never created to be stuck Right. We did that to ourselves. Right. And we were created to radiate to, um, you know, I, I talk about it in the intro of you are a being of light, but it's beyond that. It's the energy. You are a being of energy. And the energy that you send out is what you draw back. So when you send out gratitude and you send out abundance and prosperity you receive those things absolutely again that whole concept of exchange that's one of the things that i teach in my workshops is that where you vibrate what you resonate at where you live ever how you want to say it where you are is what you get back that's, that's the level that you are. So it's like being on an elevator. If you're on the second floor and that's all you resonate is the second floor, well, then you'll be on the second floor. <laughs> you can't get higher if you're only on the second floor. And so right. I'm always telling everybody, wherever it is that you want, you have to resonate and vibrate and be, believe it, be there with it. And then once you are believing there with it, then you naturally resonate and flow to it. And so it is, the mind is a wonderful thing, but it is also very, um, oh, I wish I had the perfect word, but I want to say (laughs) tricky. You know, we, we just have to learn to think what we want instead of what we don't want. Mm-hmm. And it is unfortunate that so many of us are wrapped up in the, I only think about all the bad things in my life, and I only think about what I don't have, and then we just get more of what we don't have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or more reasons not to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it's a completely different thought process. It's like a paradigm shift in your thinking. Yes. And that... Um, is what we're asking, right? To change that thinking. That's right. that's what we're saying to everyone who's listening. Change your thinking. Go back to controlling your thoughts. Go back to paying attention to where you allow your mind to go. And if your mind goes somewhere that you don't want it to, look around at how it got there. What did you allow in? What environment were you in? What did you watch on television? What did you listen to on the radio? Who were you around? And what were they saying? And were you conscious 
It's not that you can't be around those people. It's not that you can't watch television. But were you conscious? I was. Um, I had a presentation to do on Sunday morning. I was driving. I had, it's you know thirty or forty miles away. I was driving, and I was absolutely in trance. And you know, it was a Sunday morning. It was not a lot of traffic. It was a sunny morning, and I was just kind of in la la. And about halfway there, I realized that every single billboard I saw, I had tried on. Well, and I thought, what am I doing? You know, I'm looking at this billboard for a college, a, you know, a, a community college. And I'm thinking, huh, I wonder what it would be like to go back to school there. And it finally struck me. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, my goodness. I was accepting the suggestion of every single billboard that I saw because I was in trance. I was unconscious. Yeah. And yes, goes, and I'm laughing because that is exactly why they create those billboards. Well, absolutely. It works very well. <laughs> yes. And so, that's why we have commercials, and that's why we have magazines, and it's just right. cracking me up. That's right. So, you know, if you don't use your subconscious mind, someone will use it for you without your permission or approval. Stay conscious. Choose the thoughts you put in there. And if something gets in there, go get it out. <laughs> right. But you know, the first part of that sentence that you just said is the writer downer. If you're not using your subconscious, someone else will use it for you. Absolutely. And that is the critical thinking. That's it. And so we want to program our subconscious to say, I deserve. I am worthy. Yes. I accept. I trust. And those don't come from billboards. Those don't come <laughs> from commercials. And and it's so I love that you made that analogy. So we really have to we really have to um that's what like I said, it's a writer downer. If you're not using your subconscious, someone else will use it for you. And you know, when you when we started at the beginning and you were talking about affirmations, the reason that affirmations work is because you're creating your own billboards. Right. But don't stop with creating billboards. <laughs> don't stop there. Go further. Go deeper. Go into your own subconscious and reprogram it. Right. That's why vision boards are so good for people. Mm-hmm. Because it's their own mini billboard. That's right. That's right. Love it. Yes. And I su suggest to people that, you know, you, you create a vision board and you hang it on the left side of the desk in front of you. And then you create another board on the right. And for every success that you achieve throughout the year, you put it on that one. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Mm -hmm. All right, Barbette, we have two minutes left. <laughs> okay. So any closing thoughts? Any um, Closing thoughts. Okay, so I, again, want to just put out there um, a couple of these little affirmations, and, and I just think they're so appropriate, and as people listen, they can write them down. And I, I love the money comes to me in unexpected ways. Um, I deserve to have all that I need. Or I accept the expression of money as energy in my life. I enjoy having lots of money. If, and, and I also love to say abundance and prosperity. I love abundance. Thank you, God, for all the abundance. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'm, I'm sure that there were many more in the book that you mentioned. Would you mention the book again? It's The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity by Catherine Ponder. Okay. There are other abundance books out there that I'm sure people can grab a hold of and, and take a look at and just start changing the thoughts and the flow for yourself and for those around you because those around you kind of resonate where you are. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I just, we need to close. So I just want to say to every listener, um, who is hearing these words, you know, take these words inside of you today and create for yourself a new attitude, a new perspective and step into the flow of abundance. Make a difference today. You deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Save on your